this is Robbie, 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 and you're listening to The Interview Show. What up? This is Alexander The from... Hold on for a second. Let me try this again. That's no good. And I know you're going to put them all on because you always do it like that. But <laughs> this is a Robbie, Robbie, Robbie of Times New Roman, and you're listening to The Interview Show. Okay. And One, we're... Two, we're Times New Roman. 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 And this is The Interview Show. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoop, whoop. do Yeah. 
Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I have two members of Times New Roman on the line. Gentlemen, can you introduce yourselves, please? Yeah, I'm Arobi or Robert Bolton, iPhone and app developer, branding and communication consultant, and I can also recite poetry. Nice. And this is Alexander Da, um, shaman slash gong expert slash BlackBerry user. <laughs> nice. I love those resumes. That's very impressive. Very impressive. Thank you, gentlemen, for coming on the show. You guys have just released a new EP, Talking Sporty. What is that exactly? What is Talking Sporty? Talking Sporty is just uh, kind of like talking slick, like that kind of thing. It's, it's not talking sports, which some people thought it was, but it's more like, um, you know, shooting the shit, as they say. Because, you know, I Googled it today while I was doing research, and a lot of sports sites came up. Isn't that talking sports? There's actually, that, song, that album title was named after uh, a song, or uh, rather an artist, and a song, called uh, Sporty T, who was from New Orleans. Um, and he did a song called Sporty Talking Sporty in 40. There's not a lot of like messages on the album. It was to say it's not saying anything, but it's it's really veering to the to the gist of things and a lot of just stylish talking. So it's it's a very it's a very decadent album. It's it's an album of like um, rolling through Whole Foods, buying six dollar pineapple and lobster cakes, and sporting your basketball shorts while you do it kind of record. So Alexander, though, you yet to weigh in on the album title. Talking Sporty is, I don't know, man, I, I, I climb trees, man. That's what I do. Occasionally, um, I might toss around a football. Um, actually, I have a, I've, I've been working um, on my toss since April, so I have, a, have a, I have a hefty arm. Nice, nice. Big arms are important in a lot of circles. So, you guys love your fans, and you recently had an EP release party for Talking Sporty. It was a free party with free booze. So I wanted to ask each of you for the most embarrassing thing you've seen the other guy do when he's inebriated. Oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, well, you have a lot to a lot to recall on that, man. Huh? Oh man, I do have a lot to recall. Oh man, we have competitions of doing if you want to talk sporty right now, we have competitions of doing push-ups outside on the sidewalk. Okay, so you got to tell us who came in first, who came in second? Close? Uh, uh, it, what were you I, what I, you I, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever lost one of these. And I was, <laughs> yeah. was going to come up with something more embarrassing to say about me. So That's okay. <laughs> don't worry. We'll climb trees in the future. We'll see who gets to the top. 
he's definitely the better tree climber of the two. I'm not going <laughs> to even deny that. Um, I'm, a, I'm a pitiful climber. And you never let me say the, the dumbest drunk thing that Jared did. I'm vicious. I'm, everybody knows I'm the vicious one. Um, yeah. He, uh, we had this show, it was after hours, and it was like five, six, seven when we left. Oh. The sun, sun's up and everything like this. And everybody's really high. But I think I did something a little embarrassing too. I was just lying on the ground for whatever. I was just tired. Um, so there's definitely that. There's pictures of that all over the place. But JR, with his climbing skills, climbed up on top of a newspaper box and decided to take a leap. I looked back and saw him screaming on the ground. Not really screaming, but he was in pain. And we all laughed, and then we all felt really bad because he was really hurt, and he had a space boot on for, like, the longest after that. He had to go on tour with the space boot after. So that was a pretty dumb drunk thing that he did. And he but you know what happened after... After that injury, I did 20 push-ups quick time after having 50, uh, not 50, having like a good 10 gin and tonics. Right. So uh, I like to uh, kind of throw that in there. Yeah, the push-up so, thing, we always do push-ups when we mess up too. That's like something from uh, Public Enemy. We, even now if you see them perform and like Chuck D or somebody, anyone in the group, one of the dancers messes up his line, they are doing 10 push-ups on stage, stopping the show and counting them. So. That's uh, if we if we did that for every mistake we did, it would be a, too long of a show. But we mm. kind of try to take that to our, to our own level. Okay, and One, we're two, we're Thomas the Roman 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 Roman. And this is the interview show. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoop, whoop. Look at the way that I rock it, man. I do it so nice. I do it all day. I do it all night. Look at the way that I rock it, man. I do it so nice. I do it all day. I do it all night. Look at the way. Look at the way. Look at the way that I rock, rock. Look at the way. Look at the way. Look at the way that I rock, rock. Look at the way. Look at the way. Look at the way that I rock, rock. Rock, rock. Rock, rock. What is a twerkalator like you doing with the perpetrator like him? I, I get murdered like this. I, I'm reverberating, right, bitch? You got that purple haze. I got that Jose Cuervo. I got these words for days. I hit them with the verbal. They hit me with the oral. I think I'm pretty spoiled. I said, let's run this. I haven't done this in a little while. I would try to be nice. She prefer when I'm in. She prefer when I'm, when I'm peeping. Arrogant person that you have ever seen Some people sleep on me Because I am the dream My name is AR This is my friend JR Objective is to get you wet sweaty on the dance floor What would we be good for If not giving you what you came for Giving you what you came for Gi Giving you what you came for What would we be good for If not giving you what you came for Giving you what you came for Gi Give you what you came for Look at the way Look at the way Look at the way.
toggle, slang and bottle. Drink my drink out the bottle, cause that's how I prefer. Look at the way that I rock it, the style is called my staccato. We proud of it, we want to mock it. Tell that I'm on some dance shit, you are not even a couple. Now you are softer than tacos, and we are hotter than charcoals, at least that's what I infer. Look at the way that I rock it, I look at the world through goggles. I cook up the track with my goons when I pump the beat it. Baboons who jump up and down like baboons It is hot molten what I do Lampin' to the sounds of Rob Bolton It's tricky with the word Look at the way that I rock it I twist it, pull it, and bop it I chop it, twist it, and pull it That pip, that kush, that, that ganja Got so much dough in my wallet I'm proud to stop a bullet I'm proud to start a riot can stop me, I own it, it's in my purse Look at the way, look at the way Look at the way that I rock, rock Look at the way, look at the way Look at the way that I rock, rock So then do you guys agree with comparisons to bands like Thunder Heist where it's all about the moment and the party? Let them know you work it, dust it off and jerk it, jerk it, jerk it, dust it off and jerk it. There's a lot more text in our music than, than Thunder Heist. Uh, so that's a major difference. Like as far as just a mountain diversity of lyrics, there's just more. And so that's a, that's a difference. So there's just more focused on it. It really veers the gist. It's telling you, you know, like, jerk it, do that. So that, there's similarities for sure, but uh, that's, I think, there's a major a, difference. There's also a quick undertone of, like, what you're going to see in our future music, for sure. Like, um, you get, obviously, you get your party or tracks, but then there's a, not going to see too much, but pretty much what you hear in some of the tracks, like, that kind of, like, goes into um, a musical adventure, a roller coaster, is pretty much what you're going to see in um, some of our future music. And uh, as far as Thunder Heist, too, this is all premature to say, but we might as well just put Isis on blast now. Last time, she was at one of our shows recently, and um, we talked about working together, so hopefully that will happen, too. Really? Really? Well, that sounds great. What do you guys say to critics who are dismissive of the so-called Nintendo rap genre you've been put into? I think it's a it's a good time of, you know, it's a good time and phase of what, you know, we've done in the past. And, you know, it kind of like rep- represents a bit of what's on this, especially um, rock rock. Um, but we can't, you know, for us, it's a good party track. You don't understand how many, so many wicked people just, just jam out to the, to that type of music and it's it's kind of like the pre to dubstep of where it kind of went through and like we have such a good live component of bringing that nintendo feelings or like the nintendo sounds to the dance floor and um aside from that um musically like when we play live it's really um the sounds just just i don't know i guess they're, they're just big experience I, I just wish those critics the worst I hope they walk down the street and snag their ankle on an Allen key and trip 
<laughs> so you don't like that term. Do you think Nintendo rap is a valid subgenre? Um, can you elaborate a bit more on the question? Well, I, I, whenever I read what I've read about you guys, it's all about Nintendo rap. And um, d- that almost seems like it's a subgenre. Like, Thunder Heist was always called party rap. Mm. Well, I guess it needs more people doing it or something. But are there other people... Who- I think I don't think I don't think it's really a subgenre because I don't think I've seen anyone that's just killed the Nintendo rap game you know what I mean so it's really just a whole bunch of other people experimenting with different sounds and some of the sounds have to be Nintendo um, and it relates to people and I think it gets people hooked on whatever you're creating you know and most of the other shit that they put out is you know, either rap, hip-hop, or rock, and it's definitely just a, a time period. I guess you just have to call it a sound rather than a subgenre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And uh, you know what? I think that sometimes those labels are useful, sometimes they're not. So let's just get off it since you guys do not like it. We have that down for sure. Off. We're on, we're on, we're on to Sega right now, so Sega's where it's at. Nice, nice. We think the new album is Rap Deco. Rap Deco. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess one of the things that I can probably um, explain is pretty much how, where do we go from here with exactly what you heard from this album, you know? Because people are going to probably think, okay, you know, these guys are going to be... Basically, is really trying to figure out what type of sound that we're going to create for the next album um, is where we're at, which is amazing, you know what I mean? Because we're already on to the next one. So as much as it's a problem, we're, we're ready. We're going to be um, in the studio in, in Vancouver for um, a couple of weeks, just going hard at the recording. And um, we're just going to come back even harder with the hustle. Um, what up? This is Alexander Duff from Times New Roman. And you're listening to the interview show. DJ playing my song. DJ play my song, the DJ play my please keep playing my please keep playing my song, the DJ play my song, the DJ play my song, the DJ play my please keep playing my please keep playing my song. This song ain't not just my song, this song is your song too. This song is not about me, me, This song belongs to you. This song ain't not just my song, this song is your song too. This song is not about me, me, This song belongs to you. DJ play my song, the DJ play my song.
Robbie Robbie, and you're listening to the interview show. Let me try this again. That's no good. And I know you're going to put them all on because you always do it like that. But <laughs> this is a Robbie 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 of Times New Roman, and you're listening to the interview show. Awesome, awesome. I read uh, a story. I'm not sure if you guys are being completely truthful, but I was reading that for your To Die EP that you went out to uh, Chinese bootleggers and you made some sort of deal where they gave away your album with certain bootlegs they sold. And so I thought that was a great way to quote-unquote hustle and to get your music out there. Yeah, oh, hell yeah, man. We do stuff like that a lot. You know, wherever we can come up with an interesting idea to get something out there. Definitely uh, like traditional means of distribution aren't really working. I don't know a lot of people who, who shop at HMV. So maybe some people who, who need something for their car right now, that's, that's when most people are buying CDs. But So I think that was a good way to get out there. If we wanted to kind of get ourselves in the circle of like the black market, you know, the best way is to um, hit the street and Chinatown's probably the best place to uh, let them copy what we do. We're right by Chinatown too, so it's like, we can really, our studio's right there in Kensington Market, so we can really walk four blocks to the bootleggers, pass on the music, it's all same day kind of turnover. Was that a successful endeavor? I, I, don't, I never met anybody who uh, said they got, they got our music through that exact way. Yeah, um, I know. I, I know. Every time I come back to uh, that spot, the guy tells me he's got no more CDs, and I'm like, "All right, whatever. We'll just come by again and keep on planting it in your hands." Dave Wine from Chromio. I have a quote from him. He was talking about hip hop and how rappers, when he was listening to music as a teenager, were like surrogate older brothers, or like you know, the older brother he never had. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if both of you guys could pick a guy that you looked up to in that way, and one thing you admired about his his game yeah I can uh, can I pick two yeah go for it it's uh two guys from Project Blow in LA uh, AC Alone and Abstract Root that's actually uh, it's two specific albums uh, AC Alone's Book of Human Language and Abstract Root's South Central Think Tank and they're, they're all, I mean people might say these albums are even virgin on Preachy I, I love them both personally and they, they're kind of like books that you'd want to read when you're a teenager or preteen you're growing up and finding yourself in these kind of things like a like a Herman Hess book or like a like a Tao Te Ching type of thing that's that's how I see those albums yeah I have to say I have two as well like it's definitely um Shauna from from DTP right for you yeah yeah exactly um yeah. actually it would be a uh, Zach De La Roca from um uh, Merge Against the Machine as well as um um, Andre 3000 uh. those are one One is a little bit more direct with his message and you know um, Andre 3 is definitely his, his artistic approach he would always just throw you a left left field every time he would come out with something so. who, who says you never get anything sincere from Times New Roman <laughs> well I've read a couple of interviews where you can't really tell so one never knows right <laughs> at the end of the interview I love it when I can get the band to take a track off their current release. In this case, that's going to be Talking Sporty. And I would love it if you could give a little background on the song. And because I have both of you, I would love it if you could pick a song where you guys had a little bit of a disagreement or there was some sort of controversy about the song where you guys had to work it out. Oh. <laughs> I love the reaction to that. Okay, how about one song you both unanimously love? <laughs> uh, music no. and Math, we both love. Yeah, yeah, Music and Math is definitely something we both love. One of our good friends decided to do a little dance video. Yeah, um, that was Rena Bang. Rena Bang decided to do a dance video to our um, song Music and Math. 
And honestly, that that song didn't almost that song almost didn't make the cut on being the uh, on on making it for the EP. But um, I think that dance kind of was the inspiration. Over the edge. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty awesome. And then it's really I think it always comes down to dancing in general too. Like we have amazing fans who just throw down so hard at our shows. Okay, and One, we're two, we're Charms the Roman Roman. Roman, Roman. And this is the interview show. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoop, whoop. 